You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We are absolutely getting it done. I gotta tell you, we're fired up. You're fired up. Everybody's a little excited. Week 8 Fantasy Football's here. We went, we got some uh, waiver wires, and of course it all kicked off tonight with that illustrious Miami and Baltimore Ravens matchup. People were excited. Not really. But fantasy people are always excited, right? All as loud as if we got our points, and that's all that matters. Uh, news from around practice today. Danny Amendola returned to practice Thursday. He set out Wednesday session. But the quick return practice suggests just a maintenance day for Danny Amendola. Should be ready to face the Chargers on Sunday. Case Keenum got in a full practice Thursday. It was limited Wednesday. I'll tell you what, I keep sneezing. Every time I do these shows, I keep sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> What happened there? I couldn't even hit the button. It all it all just came flying out. Get to 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm either allergic to morning or I'm allergic to fantasy football. What the hell is going on, Tony? Shake it up. Tevin Coleman, Falcons coach Dan Quinn, expects Tevin Coleman to play week 8 against the Jets. He dealt with a knee injury in the Patriots game. And we're looking for him to return. Golden Tate, I thought he'd be out. A significant amount of time, but every indication is that he's trying to get out there and play this Sunday night in a big game on Sunday Night TV. Uh, if that doesn't tell you, it means lots to players that this is an indication. Golden Tate says he does not know if he'll play in Week 8 against the Steelers, according to Tim Twentyman on Twitter, who covers the Lions. Tate said he's working hard to make it back, but will end up in the trainers and coaches, and players are usually very overly optimistic in their availability, so Tate's uncertainty is not a great sign. That said, he's unsurprisingly getting some work during a Wednesday's practice. If Tate sits, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, and Theo Riddick should see increased workloads. You're also looking at Josh Doxson. Everybody's dialing right now, right? Everybody loves themselves a little Josh Doxson. Well, here's what we got with Josh. Josh Doxson. Redskins coach Jay Gruden said the team will play the hot hand between Josh Doxson and Terrell Pryor. Coaches often use the cliche about running backs, but it's odd to hear about receivers. It makes some sense. However, as Gruden made clear, Jamison Crowder will remain a stoner. Ryan Grant playing the Z in three wide sets, meaning Doxson and Pryor are competing for snaps at the X. It's less than an ideal fantasy situation, which will lead 
to inconsistent and frustrating production from both players. As it stands, Doxson looks like the best fantasy bet. But Doxson and Pryor certainly come with some risk tolerance. That reports from ESPN.com. Saints coach Sean Payton and Michael Thomas' knee injury is not significant or a long-term concern. Thomas set out practice Wednesday because of the issue. Payton did not have anything else to say on the matter. A comment does a little to clear up Thomas's availability for this week. Hopefully the injury report on Thursday gives us a better indication. I agree. We'd like to know about him. Mr. Payton, can you help us out? Can you let us know? Give us a little love. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, check us out every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern, following, of course, the Fantasy News Desk, uh, which is from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Stay tuned for more updates in Fantasy Football Week 8 right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Do not resist the beat. The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Get us each and every, every week. We do it Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. Here are the guys from the Fantasy Football Frenzy with Week 8 Sleepers on the Fantasy Football Frenzy, which you got to get fired up and get ready to go. All right, we live, YouTube Live, FNTSY Radio, Fantasy Football Frenzy. You already know the trio, Wall Street, Matt Medica. I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the accuracy expert, all-in kid, 
Jake Seeley, he's in the house too. So yesterday we did our uh, mid-season awards. I'm just, uh, let me get set up over here. We did our mid-season awards, but I didn't. I, uh, I didn't. Le I, I left off waiver wire. So uh, the waiver wire pickups of the year. How's everybody doing this morning? <laughs> left off the waiver wire pickups of the year. So let's go position by position. So we start at quarterback, right? Jake and the, and the on target crew were so kind to do this yesterday. So we got Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, and Josh McCown. I think we're going to have to give another award to Alex Smith with this one, uh, Matt. Look, I think we have to. He's What he's done in fantasy, what he's done in real football, the fact that he's got 15 passing touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a rushing touchdown. So that's 16 total touchdowns. Uh, he's almost got 2,000 yards passing, and he's got a buck 20 on the ground. That's so, not bad. <laughs> I, I got to go with him. I, I, look, I, I think Wentz, Watson, and look, for what McCown has done with that Jet team. Crazy. That's amazing, but it's Alex Smith for me. I, I just don't want Alex Smith to win every award because it's like it's still Alex Smith, and I've, I, you know how much But that's I, why he, maybe he should. Yeah. Because it's, it's such a difference. Yeah. It's like we, we maybe you said like the familiarity versus Denver. This is a different Alex Smith facing Denver. It is. This is it Alex really Smith. Is. This is Alex Smith with direct TV. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We've always seen Alex Smith with cable. 4D. Now we have Alex <laughs> Smith with direct TV. You feel what I'm saying? So that's what's up with that. All in, kid, I just like Deshaun Watson so much. You know what I mean? But I think Alex Smith is probably the right call. That's funny. We actually, it was two to one. We Two of us said Carson Wentz. One person said Deshaun Watson. And I said I thought it was disrespectful that nobody wanted to vote for Alex Smith. Wow. I actually took Carson Wentz. I took Carson Wentz, uh, and one of them, I forget who took, one of them took Watson. I think Joe took Watson, and then uh, Meany agreed with me with Carson Wentz. I like Carson Wentz. He's never had a game under 15 fantasy points, and he's got more high upside games than Alex Smith. Alex Smith has been a spit more consistent, but his consistency doesn't reach the peak of Carson Wentz. I'm not going to argue with either one of them. I said those, should, those two should be the ones, but Joe liked Watson. My biggest argument about Watson was that you weren't even enjoying it until week four because week one, he came in halfway through. Week two was miserable, so nobody was still picking him up. Week three is when he blew up, and then finally that's when people picked him up after that game. So yeah. you missed out on the one game. But if we go to the envelope and we go to the Twitterverse, Deshaun Watson with 47% of the vote. Wow, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, but Watson he's, the, is... he's the sexy mofo. Yeah. You know <laughs> exactly. It's recency bias yeah. probably too. That's interesting. Uh, yep, he got 47%. Carson Wentz got 40 Alex Smith disrespected with 11 Alex Smith, dis no, don't, don't get me wrong. I've been, a, I've been like the proponent. I've been yeah, a no, main we, we disrespect Alex him. Smith dude. You feel what I'm saying? Like, remember, when, they, when, he, when he started doing good, people was calling up here, telling me, like, yo, I picked him up. I'm going to start him. I'm like, have you lost your mind? They were like, oh, he did this last week. I was like, last week was an accident. It's not an accident. Yeah, the fact that after, like, whatever, his first five games, he had more, like, deep passing yards than he did all of last season – uh, he's, he, and if you look at the team, they have the weapons. You got Kelsey Hill, uh, Tyreek Hill's having a better season than I expected uh, coming into it. Uh, Kareem Hunt has been a godsend. And even guys like Albert Wilson, and now we're seeing Demarcus Robinson. So even, even if he has like, that second guy that can do something, I didn't think the Chiefs were going to be good this year. I thought they would be the team that would fall back to the yeah. pack in the West. I was completely wrong. Andy Reid is doing – this might be Andy Reid's best coaching job yet. You know what I'm saying? He's really getting it done. You know what I mean? I'm an Andy Reid guy, and I think Andy Reid is getting it done. Hey, uh, Don Burns, the people in the YouTube chat is requesting rubber band man for T.I. Tuesday. 
I think it might have played already, but you you have to re-rack that one for um. Yeah, I believe I know what you are saying. I don't know why they. Do, I don't understand why they're doing this to me. I don't know. They, they're coming for you today. Maybe it's because yeah. you called. Uh, the, the, it's the last well, you two did hours. Call Andy Reid fat boy the other day. I, did, so. I call Andy Reid fat. So maybe I, he's coming for you. He's doing a good job. If I had a vote for for coach of the year, I would vote for Andy Reid. So there you go, right there. But I don't have a vote. Um. What about Sean McVay? He's not oh, that's a good one too. Sean McVay is good too. That'd be the NFC pick. Yeah. Hmm. I might be with you in the AFC. I'm trying to think. Cause honestly, I really thought the Chiefs would be gonna... him or Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's doing a bang bang job too. Yeah, two, but look, where, two where, Andy Reid guys. Where the Rams came from, though. No, the Rams. Yeah. The, the Jeff but, Fisher. But we knew years. Jeff Fisher was a dark cloud over that organization. Be five and two going into the nah, they, 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 Yeah, you're right. Best offense in the league, stuff like that. I mean, this is just like world's different. Running back off the waiver wire, Alvin Kamara. This is the nominees, y'all. Alvin Kamara. Duke Johnson, DJJ, Duke Johnson Jr., Chris Thompson, and I. Uh, who's the first one, Jake? I'm sorry, I I, I wrote it Jared down. Jerick McKinnon. Jerick McKinnon. Oh, this is ooh, this is this right here is a, is a, I mean, this right I here want, is a battle. Who I think, want Matt? to say uh, Jerick McKinnon, but it's for me, it's got to be Chris Thompson. I mean, he's he's like top ten in PPR, right? Isn't he like eighth overall, something like that, maybe seventh. I mean, I don't know. Different sites you look no, at. No, 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 no. I, I pull it up for you right now, man. He's getting it done. He's inside the top ten in PPR. I know that for a fact. Uh, oh, this is the rankings. Let me go to the, the uh, fantasy I mean, and browser. every time you think it's, like, not going to repeat itself. And he just seems to get it done. Look, I, I know it's a 77-yard run here or it's this there, but it's just been pretty much consistent. Well, Jake, what do you have, like, one bad week? Yeah, it's one been bad game. Much yeah, consistent. Yeah, the, the one game. Yeah, so no matter how he's done it, and coming out of the break, he, everything went up in snaps, just everything. So I think he's really their guy now. He's RB8 in the PPR. All right, so the, the, my vote. I just made a case just saying, does that one game set you off from the fact that Kamara's been more reliable and hasn't given you that stinker? So that was my only counter-argument, but I was just throwing that out there for conversation because I'm still voting for Thompson. Uh, Der- Jarek McKinnon, you didn't get him for as many games as Chris Thompson, and you know Duke Johnson's been fine, but not, not at that level. You know, I was just trying to find a fourth name. It, honestly, it was Sorry. crazy, though. <laughs> it was crazy that going into last weekend, Jarek McKinnon had as many fantasy points as Dalvin Cook. That, and look, if anybody's selling on Jarek McKinnon, Buy. I'm buying. Back the truck up, I am buying. There you go. I like Jarek McKinnon, too. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give my vote to Jarek McKinnon. And the reason why I'm voting for Jarek McKinnon is because I had Dalvin Cook on like three teams. And now I got Jarek McKinnon on two teams, and he's getting it done. I think the fact mm. that he came and filled in for that injury when you were scrambling trying to figure out how you were going to he replace was Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook. Yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> then you went in the waiver wire and you got another Dalvin Cook. I'm going to go Jerick McKinnon. Was it the, the uh, Jakey Jake, can we go to the envelope, please? Yeah, I was actually going to get a real – I'll get a real envelope for the wide receivers. I'll we, do that for that one. Uh, cool. We need some build-up <laughs> music, though, for these. You know. I don't know. It's I'm sorry. Surprising. I'm not going to say the least. Jarek McKinnon got 14%. Duke Johnson got 7 Somebody got 38 Somebody got 41 the one that got 41 and 1, not any of our picks. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara with 41% AK. He's another shiny new toy. Look, I, I love him, but I, I, I think what Thompson has done is it, it, it can't go unnoticed. Where's Thompson at in the standard? It's top 10. 
Does he re- in the standard? Oh top my 10? god, he's top well, ten in the standard. Even in the standard, he's top ten. Uh, right, right there, he deserves the damn award. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yes, dude is. All, he's even better in the standard. He's all be seven in the standard. <laughs> oh my goodness, Chris Thompson. Shout out to Chris. Not to Chris Thompson. Shout out to the, uh, the Seminoles. Um, he's a Florida State cat, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Thompson. Good job by him. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Chris Thompson. I do Thompson like him under that football when he handed the uh, kid the football after he scored. Yeah. Because I guess he said he would he would never take his he would never allow his family to go watch a game at in, in Philadelphia. And yeah. He, he got some blowback for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, honestly, I don't blame him. I would do the same if I was a player. Philadelphia fans is crazy, son. I remember <laughs> I went. I've been a couple. You know, uh, Noah Noah is a big Eagle fan. So we like we go to Eagle games every now and then. I haven't been to the link yet though. Oh, yeah, we I, I've the been link. to the new ballparks and yeah. the bank like a handful of times, but I haven't. We, been. We, we, we've been All to right, the link. The envelope's ready. All right, yeah. cool. We've been to the link a couple oh, times. Shake Sealy's getting impatient as they're uh, small talking about Philadelphia fans and the link and everybody else. Jake Sealy wants to talk football. He's no nonsense. Stay tuned for more fantasy football rewind. <laughs> Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. I'll tell you what. These guys. They're starting to come around. They're starting to respect Alex Smith. They didn't respect Alex Smith before. But I gotta tell you. You're gonna have to learn to respect Alex Smith, man. Mike Cardano was a foresight. He was a Mike Alex Smith backer for years. Back to the fantasy football rewind with Jake Seeley, Corey Parson, and Matt Lodi. Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be nice too. We, it should be like a woman to bring the envelope, but well, let me not do that. Well, we know, maybe Jake's <laughs> got one in his bag. That work. <laughs> How great would it be? Walk some, out the front if, door, if see if anybody's running. I know, right? Some girl around. like in a long t-shirt comes walking. Yeah, that'd be great. Like a, a, a lady in a ball gown <laughs> comes and brings Jake the envelope. I'd be like, oh. What the hell going on over there? <laughs> um, 
But no, we went to the link. I, you know me, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, so uh, but we, I won't never go see them play. Like we seen them play the Seahawks a couple times. I just wear all black and just be like, don't fool with me, Philadelphia people. All right. I'd be, I'd be going there to root for the Eagles. I would not want to be going there for any other purpose. You think I could get branded on their stadium? Check the link and have the link spelled differently? Oh, that'd be, that's a good idea. You should talk to Cardano about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Nando, too. Maybe they should do that. And then just check the link presented by <laughs> FNTSY. You feel what I'm saying? It's got to be yeah. a missing link. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right. I love the king. I'm just teasing. I love the king also, too. So don't forget, when we come back, we'll get the award for wide receiver. We're going to open the telephone lines right now, 844-843-6879. YouTube Live, come inside the Studio 34 with us. We got the all-in kids sleepers for week eight coming up. It's Fantasy Football Friends. We got a full second hour to go. Have a good time with it right here on FNTSY. You guys can always subscribe to all the great work on the YouTube channel, F. And TSY Sports Network is the way to go. And you get all the great programming from the guys. A lot of it you can hear on the radio, but there's so much more that you haven't heard on the radio. And you can get an opportunity to get some new programming and take a look at some of the great work. Some of our friends out in Canada are doing an amazing job. And you can listen to them as well. So jump on it, jump up, jump up and get down and jump around. Back to the guys. On. The fantasy football frenzy. The, the people, hey, Florio, the people over crushing rubber band man for TI Thursday. Just thought I'd let you know that. Uh, 844-843-6879. Welcome back inside Studio 34. Going through the Waiver Wire Awards. I mean, the mid-season award, Waiver Wire pickup. We're down to our last um, category. It's uh, the wide receiver position. Um, Nelson Aguilar, Jermaine Curse, Devin Funches, and who was the last one, Jake? I thought you were writing him down. Ted Ginn. <laughs> I can't. I Ted Ginn. I can't. Yeah, my my own handwriting. <laughs> I didn't want to let the audience know that. I, I will say Ted Ginn has come on fast and furious, but he does not win it for me. I love Ted Ginn. To well, be honest, you, I like Ted Finn better, but you know. I do. I, I do. I'm getting. The, Florio I'm, don't give a shit about him. No, but, Florio yeah. doesn't care about him. Florida don't care about the fit. He asked for it, too. So, um... Ted Ginn and Devin both have about as many good games as bad games. Yeah, That's no, their problems. I, I just... I Look, Aguilar... I, I'm not going to give it to him, though he's... Maybe he should just get it, just because I believed in him the least of everybody. But for me, it's... I think we're going from this point and just going forward. I think Funches just gets too many... Targets now. I think he's truly real. Well, it's supposed to be just what they've done so far. So I know. I guess you're right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is well, here's well. here's one for you, Matt. I'll give you and look. I'll spoil things for everybody. I won't give you the the result, but I'll give you the one that got majorly disrespected. Jermaine Curse only got five percent. That's not right. He's the one. He's the only one who has five double digit games in PPR. That's not out right. Of all these receivers. Because see, I was going to give. I was going. I'm giving my. I'm giving my vote to, to Curse because I think he's the one that's been the most consistent. He only had that one game versus the Dolphins last week in Week Seven where he was one for 29. But even that one was a 29 yard touchdown. I mean, we was we was chilling, right? No, that, no, that wasn't the weekend when Jake was up here. That was this past weekend. By the time I by the time I got to damn Ninth Avenue, 
Jermaine Curtis caught a touchdown. You feel what I'm saying? And you I know, was like, that, yeah. That, that was quick. I remember Sunday was a boom. Jets up 7 up. Look, I'm you're going, going curse, man. I, I, I like curse. I, I, look, I got no problem. You know what? I'll go Aguilar for the fact that I never believed in this guy. That's true, too. I never, ever believed I got, in him. I legit talk a lot of trash about and, him. But you know, listen to this. Right now on the season, Jermaine Curse and the PPR is wide receiver 23. Devin Funches is wide receiver 24, right? Nelson Aguilar is, is wide receiver 15 with more points than Michael Thomas, Jeez. who ended up on the injury Bigger report upside. yesterday, scaring me to death. With I've been going forward. He had the higher ceiling. That's why. Curse has been much more consistent. Mm-hmm. I've been going I forward. I'm going to take Funches, though, if I had to pick one of these guys going forward. I, I, just, I, I can't ignore the consistent targets week in, week out. Ted Ginn is still playing really well. I want to see how the Willie Sneed, Willie Sneed's got to get worked into this offense. Ted Ginn, wide receiver 31 so far in the season. But they, I think Ted Ginn has played a, a game last, and I think Ted Ginn may have missed the game. No, Ted, played, Ted Ginn definitely had his bye. And then, yeah, he's had, the Ted Ginn has his bye already. So, all right, all-in kid. Who, who, I, I go curse, Matt. You going Ag- Aguilar? I'm going Aguilar. J, uh, Jake, who you going? Uh, I said Aguilar yesterday, reluctantly. All right, cool. And the winner is? The winner is I go to the envelope. The Let's funny, go to this is the envelope. biggest blowout of all of them. Camaro was 41. Chris Thompson was 38. Deshaun Watson was 47. Carson Wentz. There's your rip for you. Oh, there was you 40%. Go. I like that. I like that. The winner of 57% of the vote, the next closest, was 23. Wow. Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. I'm shocked. away with this one. I'm shocked. And see, I thought Ginn Jr. would get more because of recency bias because he's been yeah, giving no, fantasy owners what they want the past couple of weeks. He only gets 15%. They don't even care about you, Ted Ginn. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, listen, I, I, I throw my hands up again. I can't. I don't know. Like, he was on waiver wire a couple weeks ago. He was on waiver wire in one of my leagues. And I'm like, I'm not picking that dude up. He's getting it done. Wide receiver 15 on the season, Matt. Yeah, I mean, the last couple of weeks, he's really put on a lot of points. Last week, we had about 144 yards receiving. And the previous week, he almost had two touchdowns. He went out of bounds at like the two or three yard line. 844-843-6879. Telephone lines open. You want to get involved with the fantasy football frenzy. I'm about to check on. Yes, it's time to click on the link. Give you some of the all-in kids sleepers for week number eight. If you need a little bit of help, obviously you're going to need some help this week because we are in the middle of, oh, well, we're in the beginning of bye week hell. Bye week hell is a two-week thing because we got six more teams on bye in week number nine. So this is week eight. We got, the, the season goes by so fast. Good times. Uh, Russ, um, this is the one. I, we already touched on the, oh, man, I hate when I do this. We already touched, we already touched on um, the, uh, what's the dude name? We already touched on Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. We, were, we already touched on Wendell Smallwood. Jake, you're going back to uh, Jameson Crowder this week. What's up with that? It's all about the matchup. You check the breakdown there. Is what the, the Cowboys have been terrible against wide receivers this year, but specifically it's been slot wide receivers. And actually it's in the column right underneath it if you look at it. And I'll just pull it up for everybody so you can hear the same thing. Is against Shepard, Sanders, Fitzgerald, Cup, Nelson, Cobb, Pierre Garçon, and Trent Taylor. And, yes, Jordy Nelson deserves to be in there because he's playing a hell of a lot of slot this year. The average slot receiver gets seven and a half targets, six receptions, 57 yards, 0.6 touchdowns. It's good for 9.5, and that's in standard, let alone PPR. It jumps up to, obviously, you could just do the quick math, 15.5 average what they give up to a slot receiver. Wow, that's impressive. Listen, I got, I got a couple of spots where Sun is on my bench. 
right? And, and I t- look, you said it six teams on a buy. You're we're digging deeper for sleepers. I'm not saying you want to definitely put them in your lineup, but if you're going to hope for a week and the matchup tells you everything that is there. This is why he's a sleeper this week. I already know what the question. I already know Matt's answer to this question. So I'm gonna ask you, Jake. Who, would, if you had to pick one to start this week, would it be Doxon or Crowder? Ooh, standard is definitely Doxon and PPR. It's a toss-up. PPR. I think I think they're like neck and neck in the PPR. What do you think? I'm gonna pray that Doxon blows up this week. This is like it's coming out party. All right, so let me it's give more you... that I'm just, you know, I really need it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, putting positive, I I... I'm putting positive energy That's out the there. thing right there, fantasy owners. You know, the numbers may be against you, but just sometimes if you just put that, if you just put that, positive, that positive mojo in the, in, the, in the universe, it can come through for you. All right, here's my lineup decision. Uh, this is a 12-team PPR, dual flex. We have a kicker, too, though. Which I don't understand how I get out bid on a kicker every damn week. And I always got to go back to Wave Wild on Friday night and just start bidding that's for your, every kicker. That's what you get for playing in a kicker league. Yeah, you're right. I, it just is, it, it, it hurts my heart. Um, Isaiah Crowell. Somebody argued with me on Twitter yesterday. They're like, I need somebody to start this week. Who should I drop? And I was like, your backup kicker. It was Greg Zerdel. But Greg Zerdel is the number one kicker in fantasy. Well, they're fine. Whatever, do whatever you hey, want. Hey, Jake, I'll be honest with you. I like that. Like this week, I got Greg Zerline on like all my teams, and I'm keeping Greg yeah, Zerline. No. <laughs> even, even in my stand-out home league, yeah. my uh, friends are like, I don't want to cut Greg Zerline. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not dropping Greg Zerline. I had to drop like a backup quarterback. I dropped Carson Palmer. Thankfully, I had Palmer his broke arm. The drop. I will have to drop him though if Diggs doesn't play. Oh man, that sucks. So yeah, I, I, I've dropped some other players. Like I dropped Taiwan Taylor so I can keep Greg Zerline. But my lineup is his. His my Jamison Crowder thing this week where I had the biggest discrepancy, Jake, the closest one for me. Was Jamison Crowder or Isaiah Crowell? What about, and what kind of scoring? In the PPR. I just go with Crowder. Really? Yeah, because I don't like Crowell's matchup. And I think the game Crowder's back at quarterback, at least for the first half. And and the game script is going to be against him, too. So I don't want to play, I I don't want to play Crowell, but I I didn't want to play JC either, though. No, go Crowder. Like, like he put on. I remember I, the, I, I, like, I like Cup. the slot receiver points. Yeah, I played Cup against Cowboys. I think he got like 17 points that week and stuff. So There you have it. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Going back to the well with Jamison Crowder. Uh, Jake, very sound in his assessment. <laughs> Very confident. Are you confident? You gotta be. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. 
With Thermospa's unique built-in thermofiltration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata. We are here absolutely getting it done on Fantasy Football Rewind. And I got to tell you, we got to get it done. We got to want it, right? And we want to go out there and we want to crush it. Because that's the way to do it. When you go out there and crush things, how do you go about it? How do you play on it? Now, I love it. I love when people get fired up and people talk a little fantasy. People get a little excited about their fantasy work. But this week is a tough week, man. So many buys. So many buys. And now, we've got to go at it, and we've got to go at it tough. And we've got to go out there, and we've got to try to win. And there's only one way to win. It's with our man, Jake Seeley. Let's get, without any further ado, to his wide receivers, tight end rankings, and go from there. Jake Seeley, in case you didn't know, writes for RotoExperts.com. The last three years, he's been top three in football and baseball in his projections. Uh, this week, he had a strong week, moved into fourth place. It's coming on hard. Here's Chris Meany, Justin Boone, and Jake Seeley with a Wake 8 rankings reveal. Wide receivers and tight ends. Anybody, check the link. Check the link. RotoExperts.com. These are half-point PPR. Again, we're going wide receivers. This is week eight, six buys, lots of injuries. We're talking about some guys we have not talked about yet, so I'm excited. I really am. I am excited. 51 to 60. Let's see him. You, you will get so, – occasionally you'll get a really mean – like I did a really mean response last night because somebody came out. I saw it. Me. He's the smuck yeah. one? That guy's – Yeah. <laughs> well, I just shake my head at those kind of people. He me a question. I didn't respond within two hours because, hey, I'm working on yeah. all my stuff, and I usually get to tweets on Tuesday night like midnight. Yeah. And I said – he's like, oh, I guess you're too big for us now or unfollowed or something like that. And I, I hard retweeted him. I said, yeah, it's because I'm working 90 hours for schmucks like you who want all the information, goodness, that we give every single week. So, good. See you. Yeah, his life. They got 250-some-odd likes. <laughs> so, there Take you go. Take it to him. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Tuesday, I, obviously, your busiest night, mine, yours. I mean, we're putting together these rankings and these projections. So, uh, it is what it is. Just brush it off, Jake. I still got. I still accidentally answered his question because I saw the first tweet first. <laughs> I just didn't respond within his two-hour window. So, 
Oh, well, subscribe to your Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page if you're watching. Ask the questions. We'll do our best to get to them before kickoff on Sunday. Well, and I'll, I'll give a little look on Thursday here, too, uh, because we do have a very entertaining matchup between the Dolphins and the Ravens. And uh, already Jay Cutler ruled out of that game. But we were talking wide receivers. We'll get to yeah. Kenny Stills in a little bit, who's been balling out. We've been all over. Let's see 51 to 60, man. 51 to 60. And if I don't get to get 24 hour window, if I haven't responded to okay, you, then you, you can go. complain. 24, and then 51. You can Cole Beasley, Terrell Pryor, Mike Wallace, TJ Jones, Ricardo Lewis, Torrey Smith, Terrence Williams, Taylor Gabriel, Kendall Wright, and Travis Benjamin. I pray you don't need any of them. Terrell Pryor, 52. Everyone drafted this guy. Some people drafted him as like the 12th, 13th wide receiver off the board. Yep. I thought originally that was crazy. Uh, but this, I mean, nobody saw this coming, Jake. And a game against the Eagles and a team that you can pass on. They've given up a ton of yards to wide receivers, catches to wideouts. Pryor, a couple targets. And to your point, Kirk Cousins didn't even mention him at the post. Mentioned no, they, everybody else. They asked Kirk Cousins him. a question about his receiving core, and he went through every single receiver, the tight ends, Chris Thompson, basically anyone who Vernon catches passes Davis, on that team, and end. did not mention Terrell Pryor. So that's, that's about as bad as it could get. What's going on, Jake, with Pryor? I mean, how could you even keep this guy on your team anymore? Well, we, uh, for a couple things here is one is even somebody that I guess you could call the biggest hater against him I was in the preseason, I still didn't even expect this. And the one thing that we didn't factor in enough, which was what part of my argument against him was, but again, I didn't even factor in it enough, was when he was with the Browns, he was allowed to freelance. Just use your athleticism, go out there, fire, find a way to get open, we'll make big plays, we'll chuck it up to you as much as possible, and that worked. Now he's in an offense, which everybody knows the Redskins, the reasons Kirk Cousins has such a high accuracy percentage is because it's the timing-based, it's a precision-based offense. You're supposed to be at your spot. If you're not there, Kirk Cousins isn't going to. If you're not separating, Kirk Cousins isn't going to you. That's why Jameson Crowder hasn't really gotten on track yet either because I still think there's something else there. Maybe he's not 100%. Maybe the effect of Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon hurt Crowder more than we thought. But back to Pryor, it's just the fact that he doesn't fit this offense well because he's still learning the position. And maybe that's why Cousins didn't mention him because he's not a full wide receiver yet. I don't know, but... At this point, Crowder was droppable last week. He's actually ranked higher than Pryor. We'll get to him in a second. But Pryor's droppable this week. I'd still want to hold on just in case because he did see some second-half work close to Josh Doxson. But the benching in the first half has to be the biggest tell-all here. Yeah, and we'll get to Crowder for sure. Uh, played the most snaps out of anybody in that game for wide receivers, and that was his best showing. I mean, just snap-wise, staying on the football meant. field. Yeah, for, no, but for Crowder, Crowder played close to every single snap, too, in that game. I mean, he. Oh, did he? I thought Doxson had the most out of all the receivers. Was it Crowder? Maybe it was his most to date. Um, okay. But for Doxson, okay. you're right. Doxson is certainly trending up. Prior, in a 10 team, no thanks. I understand what Jake's saying. Maybe you want to keep on. This is still a, a potent offense when they get going. And, I mean, to Jake's point as well, I mean, two 1,000 yard wide receivers gone from that team has certainly not helped anybody else in that offense this year. And just the fact that they drafted Doxson, and the coaching staff has said this again and reiterated this year, they drafted him to be their number one, and now he's finally healthy, and they're going to give him a chance to do that. And it's not like Pryor has given them a reason no. to keep Doxson on the bench at all. So I think fantasy owners, he still, Pryor still has a name that maybe you could get something for in a trade. Uh, you know, Maybe he could be part of a package or something like that. But I wouldn't be against dropping him outright at this point. I cannot see a situation barring a few injuries where they are just going to go right back to him and where he's going to produce because he's already been in a situation where he got a ton of snaps 
and wasn't producing. So even if he did get that chance, is he going to be able to do anything in Washington? I don't think it's going to happen for him there. The Detroit Lions to sign Matt Prater to a three-year deal. Can he play wide receiver? Because we're talking <laughs> about TJ Jones. Uh, we'll just move on. Let's go 41 to 50. Yes, let's. Uh, 41, Devontae Parker, Willie Sneed, Martavis Bryant, Dante Moncrief, Paul Richardson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Benny Fowler, Marquise Goodwin, Brandon LaFell, and Deontay Thompson. And just another cluster of hopefully you don't have to go here. <laughs> I picked up LaFell in a deep league. I have some problems at wide receiver, and it's just the matchup. I may play him. He's getting some targets, so I'm not feeling great about it. This is the game for it. Yeah, absolutely. This is Completely the game for it. on the matchup, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the two Pittsburgh uh, Steelers wide receivers are in here. Martavis Bryant has been in the news nonstop. He demanded the trade. He didn't show up to meeting on Monday. Now, as of today, Wednesday, we're talking to you. I just saw that he is back with the team, and Tomlin said they'll address it, not likely to get suspended, likely to play. Juju Smith-Schuster has been better than him. Why not rank? Yep. Uh, Smith-Schuster ahead of him. You know, surprisingly, he was in concussion protocol to start the week. We didn't see any of that in that football game. Is that why? Is is Bryant yeah. still? Yeah, that's why. I mean, just because of the concussion. If he is fully healthy, he practices today and Thursday and Friday. Will you flip these guys? I mean, what's going on with Bryant? Is another disappointing wideout this year. Yeah, I actually had Bryant extremely low last week, and it paid off accuracy-wise. And I'll, I will move Schuster further up. I think the fact is the concussion and whether or not. Here's the biggest thing with the protocol is the deeper it gets into the week, the more concern you have, even if he plays, of potentially having an aggravation, getting hit in the head again and getting knocked out of the game. And you have to factor that in. When somebody like Juju Smith-Schuster, who's already at best the third option in this team and then could potentially get knocked out of the game, that's just what we're factoring in here. And Martavis Bryant, but all that included, is why he's actually the same spot. Juju Smith-Schuster is practicing today, tomorrow, and down the rest of the week, and everything's 100% fine. I'd actually put him up probably around some people we haven't even talked about yet, like Tyler Lockett, and then Martavis Bryant would get, take a further hit down the road because it's also a road game. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, how many times are we going to let Bryant fool us here, right? The whole fool me Enough. once. It's Yeah, it's there's been, been like three or four times where I feel like we've gotten reports about, you know, this week we're going to feature him, this week he's going to get more touches, and I have foolishly moved him up my rankings, even if just a few spots, when you see that stuff, and it's it's not happening for him there. So if Schuster uh, Smith Schuster is out, maybe we're going to get sucked in again. But I don't know if I even <laughs> want to move him back up my rankings based on how many times he's burned us. That's what I was going to say. No, like you know what it is. This is the truth. The truth of what it is is he's a nine route receiver. Anybody that expected more than that was crazy. But the fact is, is we all know that game is coming. We're we're we just don't want to see him on our yeah. bench when he has the Dante Stallworth game of all of a sudden he went for 130 yards and a touchdown. And that's the biggest fear is that's why any of us keep saying, all right, I'm not going to put him completely into the 50s yet. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that game is coming. He had one. It was at home. It wasn't that Stallworth type game. But like you said, this is on the road against the Lions. Uh, he had that end around to start the game against Cincy. I was like, oh, here we go. They're going to use this guy. And then that yeah, well, was it. James Pryor did that for the Redskins I two know. weeks ago, too. I know. And that was it. Uh, and it's another situation like Pryor where kind of seems like the team in general is just out on him. Right. Like, that that factors and in. And Juju Smith-Schuster is a better wide receiver. He runs better routes. He's, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he yeah. Is, and he's a red zone machine. He's getting targeted in the red zone, and he has three or four touchdowns already to start the season. So, um, Martavis Bryant would be lucky to be Mike Wallace. What's that? I said Martavis Bryant would be lucky to be Mike Wallace. No. He's a very limited wide receiver. He needs to get traded, though. I still, <laughs> I still have a soft spot for him. I really do. But, yeah, he'll definitely be in this range for me as well. Uh, Parker, if Parker plays, will he be in this range for you? 
No, that's actually with the assumption of him playing because I okay. think that he might end up being like a half decoy. Okay. I, I don't think for what we've seen going on with Parker and for how definitively he was out two weeks ago or three weeks ago and it's continued to roll down every single week of not practicing, big question mark, all the way. I think it's for short week games tomorrow, well, for people that are watching this on Wednesday, and the fact is I just expect him to not be 100% Devontae Parker, and that's why Kenny Stills – is gonna we're gonna get to him too, uh, and we'll just break it down right now. Is I do think Kenny Stills' value is hurt if Devontae Parker is out there, just because it's going to be a snap count factor. But I think that Stills would still be the better play. Yeah, it had said on I tweeted out that Stills last week in the Millionaire Maker was one percent. This week again, one percent. And somebody said, well, he had back-to-back games of 13 yards. It's understandable. Well, with no Parker. He's five. This guy scored nine touchdowns last season. He's got three already in two games. With no Parker, and Parker is. Again with this guy, we see the upside, we see the talent, we all kind of drool over it, and it's like, yeah, this is the year he's going to be the guy, and all, uh, another year where he's sidelined. And even he brought up the fact about last year in Baltimore, <laughs> he had a similar situation, and he ended up playing through it, and I, I would be shocked if he, he played this week, really. Short week. Uh, short week, and, you know, hasn't practiced. You know, they said it was limited, he was out there, but they're not really doing much this week. They're going to test him out game time. Uh, would be absolutely stunning to see him step in and do what he's done earlier in the season. Um, so I will talk about uh, Stills probably a little more. We we get a little higher here, but I I don't think Parker's going to be in the lineup this week, and I didn't have him ranked yet. No. Okay. All right. Let's get a little bit higher. Maybe we'll get to Kenny Stills here. Yeah, we will. Yeah, Thanks. 31. Danny Amendola, 32. Josh Doxton, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills at 34. Tyrell Williams, Jameson Crowder, Ted Ginn, Kenny Galladay, Jordan Matthews, and Tyler Lockett. So you're in on still. When we come back, we'll hear from Jake and the guys and their plays on why they have these receivers in this order. You'll listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. Back more after this. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back right here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here absolutely getting it done. And when we say we're getting it done, we're getting it done like nobody else's business, and we're making it ready and raring to go. And we got you covered all the way here. And when we come back, we're going to get more Jake Seeley and his rankings and the guy's rankings. 
as they put together their teams for the week. And I'm fired up about it. You guys are fired up about it. Got to get them lineups in. Bye week hell this week for a lot of our owners. Bye week hell for a lot of owners. As we've got to get through it and make sure that we get it done. So there you have it. We want to be making sure that you get everything you need, right? I'll tell you right now. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places, no fly girls and just ugly faces, the Patriots' defense wasn't bad enough. But according to Ian Rappaport, they might have received the worst news that you can imagine. Dante Hightower out for the season with a torn pectoral muscle. Hightower has already been ruled off a of week eight, but he was thought to be dealing with a multiple week injury rather than a preseason ender. According to Albert Breer, Hightower's pec was partially torn in the spring and that both dampened his free agent market and caused the Jets to pull their offer. Already struggling, this is a massive blow to the New England defense. With good news and bad news, Jaguars signed wide uh, side linebacker Telvin Smith to a four-year, $50 million extension through 2021. This was Smith's contract year, a fifth-round steal in the 2014 draft. Smith is one of the most athletic linebackers in football, capable of covering pass catchers in the slot, in addition to tight ends, running backs. He is PFF's number one run-defending outside linebacker among 34 qualifiers, still only 27. Smith is a great investment for the Jaguars. Can you believe these Jaguars, man? They're getting it done. CJ Procise didn't practice on Wednesday. What else is new? Craziness. Come back, hour number two in rankings from Jake Seeley on Fantasy Football Rewind. (laughs) 